From notable nobles with visions of white picket fences with foreign cars and platinum expenses. Banging on our doors with the list of our offenses. And you can knock three times on the ceiling if you want to or put four kicks on the floor. But I'll be honest, we ain't turning down until the sun comes up. The, that, the, I lost the last part, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hey everybody, I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. And this is Drinking Issues. On Drinking Issues, we read a current comic arc and talk about it. What's up, Davis? Nothing much, Mike. What's up, Jim? Not too much. Not too much. Ready to get into this issue? I am ready like spaghetti. I think I might have done it, though. What'd you do? Gregory and I yes. were at the store yeah. searching for a beer that made <laughs> sense with this damn series. Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect match, but... We went with Wasatch. 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 Brewery. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's in Utah. Yeah, Utah. So I'm going to say extra white. Wasatch. All right. Brewery. This is their Doppelbach. Well, Doppelbach, but I'm going mm-hmm. Doppel. Uh, I'm German. So this is the Devastator. Devastator. And we have a flaming demon goat thing causing mayhem in Washington. I would actually say it's a ram. So, yes. Well, yeah, but rams and goats is same thing. Two different, they're two different astrological signs, but okay. Yeah, Davis. Astrological. That fake religion. Find Jesus. Anyway, it's delicious. It's great. Reminds me of uh, Oktoberfest. It's lovely. Absolutely. Well, well, the Bach beer, spring beer, uh, yeah. rams, fucking, Shiner Bach has a ram just, on it. Just but. saying. The back says, if you're going to sin, sin big. Yep. With 8% alcohol by volume and a creamy richness, this brew has developed a serious cult following. Imagine that, a cult following in Utah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, they really they really lay it on thick there. I, I, I do like the tongue-in-cheek nature. But this is as close as we're going to get to making sense. Uh, we have Washington, we have Devastation, we have an animal. Mm-hmm. That's about as close as we're going to get. It's pretty wacky. Yeah. Dastardly and Muttley, number five. Issue five. Your favorite word. A uh, penultimate. Yes, the penultimate. Not, not teller ultimate, but the penultimate. Yes, teller ultimate was issue four. Or is that issue six? I don't care. Uh, number five. We see a military strike team in full hazmat gear going into the recently nuked DC. Yes. They've got no radiation readings. Nope. They're finding no structural damage. Nope. What could cause an explosion visibly that large and leave no physical damage or radiation left behind? Uh, well, I know during the 1950s, we actually developed some type of nuclear arm in which it was able to eliminate the entire population of an area, but not really destroy any of the structural buildings around it. But that's not what happened. Not at all! As they get to the steps of the Capitol, a group of monkeys. Yes. Angrily, and one raccoon! Well, well, they're angrily chasing this raccoon. Now, the monkeys are all in suits. The raccoon's in military garb. Yes. The monkeys are all the senators, mm-hmm. and the raccoon is General Harrier. And they're all extra cartoony. Yes, they've all been transformed. It looks like it was a missile by Warpig 1. In an octopus's garden in the shade. 
The name of the issue? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Dick, Mutt, Z, and Uncle. Yes. They're walking through the abandoned Pentagon right now. And Z starts to undergo a change. Z gets big boobies. Yeah, she gets very cheesecakey. Yes. Very 1950s. Cheesecakey? Yes. Like, kind of sweet, but a little bitter? No. Oh. Uh, cheesecake is that uh, accentuated female form art. Really? It's it's the, the origination of the term beefcake, which is the male. objectified physical uh, male specimen. I, you know. I, I get it. Yeah, che- cheesecake is the kind of pin style that you see in the late 40s, early 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, her waist shrinks, her hips and her bust grow. No explanation why. No, it's, but now it's, we it's, have it's just the uh, unstabilium. Yeah, but now we have two mental changes, mm-hmm. three physical changes, and Uncle's just completely unaffected. Yeah, he's just kind of chilling still. As, as far as we know, we don't know if he's different from before. We just know him here, so maybe he is different, and nobody's recognized it yet. But she's physically changed and mentally changed. Dick is physically changed and mentally changed, and Mutt has super physically changed. Right. But mentally, he seems to be fine. Uh, minus the occasional slips where he just starts going, oh! I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to the physical, though. Chalk oh, okay. it up to the physical. I, I can dig that. Um, anyway. So they go into this office, and where this raccoon man wearing an officer's uniform is currently dousing things in gasoline and has a comically large Zippo lighter. General Harrier, trying to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> Burn it down. Yeah. Burn it down. They stop him. They tie him to a chair, and they start going through this evidence. Mm-hmm. They, Searching through the, these these tapes that they found. Yeah, it's, it's notes and hard drives. Right. But they find a video of an archaeologist discovering on Stabilium. Yes. It appears to be from a an ancient civilization. Yeah, he finds this secret cavern that the locals say is cursed. Mm. There's hieroglyphics that match the, uh, for lack of a better term, wingdings coming out of the back of Warpig 1. Yes. Uh... We have a bunch of statues of famous Hanna-Barbera characters. And, uh, but and a little, Looney Tunes? But, but bent. Yes, you know? like like Bugoff, the character, the chomper of souls, I believe. And well, behind me is obviously a duck. That must be Quacker in the dark, uh, mentioned in Kelly's research. Uh, uh, the Wheel Ape with Hepth and Scoobnagoroth. Describe what they look like. Um, well, it looks like a quadrupedal Bugs Bunny with and with tentacles coming out of his back. A uh, six-legged Daffy Duck with kind of like a creature in the Black Lagoon mohawk and webbed arms. Disgusting. Um, uh, Another six-legged Scooby-Doo with, you know, tentacles coming out of his back. Horrific. A wily Coyote, but from the waist down, it's tentacles. Heinous. And then uh, we'll we'll uncover the largest statue of them all, Cthudo. The Great Cthudo. The star hound that craps on the doorstep of sanity. And it's a giant Pluto, except he has Cthulhu tentacles coming out of his mouth and giant wings. Just awful. Yes. Just awful. It's, it, it looks disgusting. The archaeologist finds a small alcove with a chest, and inside that chest is a brick of unstabilium. Uh, it's clear. Yep. It's lightweight. And it kind of glows a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it smells like peaches. Weird. I'm just kidding. I don't think it says it smells like peaches, but I I, th- I think it would smell like peaches. I totally would have bought it because this book's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they're distracted watching this tape, uh, Harrier manages to get out of his bindings and escape. Of course. He's a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah what you going to do? Uh, Mutt sneaks off as well to call his family and unfortunately falls into uncontrollable barking and howling. Yes. 
with his wife yelling at him, how dare you tell this boy that his father's alive? That is a horrible trick to play on a child. Yeah, he breaks down crying. Dick goes over to comfort him, allegedly, by saying... Was that... I I, I don't know what to say. Except get your act together, Motley! You pathetic poodle! Both fall into despair, wishing they were no longer like this. Because mm-hmm. even after saying that, it was not what he meant to say. He meant right. to be comforting to his friend, but he can't. Yeah, but Dick's he's just, just a being dick. a dick. He's just a dick. He is he just is. a dick. That's all he's got. Uh, the team is watching more And hard he's drum. still wearing that gown. Good on you. That isn't that, that's like a scene of them watching more hard drives, and yeah. it's like covering his butt. Yeah, definitely so they can get past the sensors. Yeah, fun. Uh, anyway, like I said, they're watching the hard drives, and they're looking at earlier uh, tests of the Unstabilium, and it's just chaos. It's fantastic. Now, they did put it in an airplane, and it was able to go, like, Mach 9.5 speed plus, but it turned the pilot into, like, a kooky squirrel. Poor bastard. Yeah, yeah. And then they actually were able to put in weapons, like, actually be able to have, like, use it as a nuclear deterrent, like, you know, shoot the, the missile out in outer space with the Unstabilium, but then it turns the missile into a giant comical boxing glove. Yeah. And uh, then and then they put it into a tank. And then the top of the tank went off with a... Very sproingy. Very sproingy, pretty boingy. Yeah, they keep trying to find a military use for it, and it's just not working. Uh, but what they discover is that once Unstabilium starts mm-hmm. making changes, it doesn't stop. Right. It's going to keep going and keep changing until there's zero normal left. Now, they're looking at the data and they come up with a plan. If they can expose the existing unstabilium to a separate source of unstabilium, they'll nullify each other. Yes, I believe it's, a, it's like, a, like a, an isotope of unstabilium. Yeah, they'll cancel each other out. So if they can expose War Pig 1 to another source of unstabilium, not only will it nullify the effects, but they're hoping that it will then take this nullifying radiation, if you will, right. around the world and stop it from crazying itself out of control. Right. Kind of like how in the episode of Futurama, you have to kill the first wear car in order to get rid of all the effects of the other wear cars. Davis, we know how wear cars work. I know, but I'm just let, I'm, for the listener, they might not be familiar with Futurama. And if we are, we don't like them. Just kidding. We love all of you. Mm. Unbeknownst to our heroes, General Harrier has called in a strike team to take them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of private contractors, tactical gear. You've seen the Punisher. Uh, he then provo- proposes this plan to the president so he can be the hero to save the day, right? That's his whole gimmick here. But at the last moment, the strike team gets a call. And, and they blow the crap out of the general with their weapons. Yeah, uh, they admit to saying... We're private contractors. We do the bidding of the highest bidder. So, who's going to pay us more? We're doing that job. No, it's okay. You ready to read the president? President Clooney, newly appointed. He's a fox. I wish it was George Clooney. Now, I did... Um, I think I, it is. I, I was about to say, I did hear him talk like George Clooney because the irony of here, uh, George Clooney played the role of uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox in the Wes Anderson film, The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, I was going to say, George Clooney... Handsome older gentleman, Silver Fox. Hey, just saying. Um, so they relay the plan to him, and with no better ideas, he's like, "Sure, why the hell not?" Mm-hmm. 
So, Davis, I want you to read this last page for us. Uh, talking about what Dick's line? Yeah, you know, you know the part I want. <clears throat> Further, if we're lucky, the drone will then spread the neutralized byproduct as it continues on its course, thus eventually reversing the effects of the unstability worldwide. Mr. President, there's not a moment to lose. It's a job for Zilly, Clunk, Muttley, and Dick Dastardly. We finally know who the hell Z and Uncle is supposed oh, to be. It's, it's, it hurts. Finally. It hurts for so long. No wonder we didn't notice it, because you Google Z, you're never going to get Zilly. Mm-hmm. Google Uncle, you're never going to get Clunk. Right. But it took us to actually not just look at Wikipedia list of Hanna-Barbera shows. Look like, oh, look. Look, looks like... Looks like Dick had his own separate spin-off show yeah, after the best Wacky part, Racers. You 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 Google Dick Dastardly Dick Dastardly's flying machine or whatever the hell the, the show is called. Mm-hmm. Those are the four main characters. Yeah, They're right there. It. They're in all the pictures. It's it's a bunch it's two dudes, two white dudes, but still. Yeah, I don't know where why why Z's this buxom help me lady, but uh you know what? Probably in issue six are gonna cover that. I don't think so. Yeah, but maybe what you gonna do? Um well, not not a damn thing. That that that's what we're doing. So now now we're we're about to get to the last issue, the resolution. Maybe we'll see. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's going to resolve. That's mm-hmm. how these stories usually work. Yeah, I don't think work. it's it's it says uh of six. Oh on no, here. no. I was saying it's definitely the last issue, but there, there's the minor threat of not resolving. But I'm pretty sure it's going to resolve. Still haven't seen the Chekhov shark or the I... Kung Fu Panda. But we did see all the world. All of the Chekhov animals. All we, the Chekhov world. We check off everything. We saw the world again, so it has mentioned it twice. Yeah, again, no shark watch. I'm very mm-hmm. upset. Uh, but let's get into uh, ratings. Why not? All right. Mike, you go first this time, sir. Giving it a seven. You're giving it a seven? Yeah. Uh, finally, we're getting some answers. Right. We finally know how Unstabilium works. Right. Where it came from. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Right. We have a plan on how to fix the situation. Yep. And we finally know who the hell Z and Uncle are. You're right. There is there is a little bit of resolution on that end. I will I will give you that. Yes. Here's my problem. Yeah. I hate Cthulhu. All right. It's another one of those. I hate the thing because I hate its fans. Hmm. Like Rick and Morty. There's a lot of neckbeardy nerds that latched onto H.P. Lovecraft in the mid 2000s, and I can't stand their fandom. And abortions. Well, yeah, but sure. Uh, the the fandom really pisses me off. It, it, it's it reminds me of this bandwagony sports fan. It was the what's the nerdy thing that's so obscure I can be a hipster nerd. You're right. And it was H.P. Lovecraft for a while. Mm-hmm. Now it's so overexposed. Yeah, once they had a South Park episode with Cthulhu in it's, it, then, it, then you know it's got a little. It's mainstream. super overexposed, and it's one of those where, yeah, it was super innovative for its time period right but it's like it's not anymore stop I, I don't need cthulhu plushies i don't need cthulhu hats that you wear at your nerd festivals that's mardi gras shit that you buy off a shopping cart by an industrious young man that is not some shit that you just no stop that it's garbage leave it as garbage stop pretending this is amazing mm-hmm. this is world changing right it's not it's, it, it, it was at that time but i'm sorry we we have we have Godzilla movies that came out after that. Well, all I was going to say, and everything else as far as like involving this outer world mythos. I'm not I saying agree. it's not cool. I'm not saying it wasn't invented for the time. I'm just saying nobody put Cthulhu on the radio and fucked up the whole East Coast for a day. 
That's they, a good point. All, yeah, I'm just saying. So fans have ruined Cthulhu for me. They've ruined the Lovecraft mythos for me. So I'm kind of disappointed that that's the explanation. I wanted something a little bit more creative. It just seemed like a pandering. It was like, mm-hmm. hey, comic book readers are nerds. They probably also like Cthulhu because they're nerds. Let's just give them the nerdy thing they want, and they can go, yay. And this whole weird, weird gods, like weird Sumerian-style yeah, god I, I'm, nonsense. I, I, I'm not a fan of that detail. Right. And again, no shark. Shark Watch, I number know, four, no damn shark. I know every episode, I know every issue is going to get at least a nine until they bring the shark back. I know that for a fact for you, but you yeah, know. Yeah, until they, you, you'll get zero tens until there's a shark. You, you're starting at a nine without the shark. It's that simple for me. Uh, but you add in the Cthulhu stuff, you lose two more points. But I liked everything else. Right. I like. I don't like what the explanation was, but I like that we have one. And it's not. It's not too complicated. It's not too simple. It's not too stupid. Right. It's it's a fine explanation of a thing I don't like. Okay. So I, I can accept that. Uh, so I'm going seven. That puts me at a six point eight. Okay. On average, so rounded up to a seven. Right. It's, it's been it's been a, a solid book. It's been a solid book. Nothing groundbreaking, nothing crazy, nothing I've, I've outrageously loved. But it's been fun so far. Right. So, um, uh, with my rating, I'm, I'm going to save my rating for the end um, uh, of this explanation. You're right, Michael. You're absolutely right. We, we, get, we get a little explanation on things. We see, like, oh, well, the plot's starting to thicken. We're getting to the end of the issue. Oh, look, this out of nowhere, the president's a fox. <laughs> Wait, didn't we just see the president just get sliced through a... Thing. Oh wait, nope. Different president. Yeah, new Don't president. worry about it. This is that's their, fine. This newly president appointed. Clooney. Haha. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, I'm giving this issue a five. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Um. Uh, you're, you're running out of whimsy here. Okay. We know DC has the rights to Hanna Barbera and all of Time Warner's productions. That is, all of Cartoon Network's everything. They could have made a Dexter's Lab one. If they wanted to, oh, that'd be lovely. Uh, I'd, I'd. Uh, there's actually a thing called Powerpuff Girls Dojusu that was no. on. No, not, 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 no, 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 no. Look it up online. Trust me. But <sighs> you can't. They had the wackiness, and I was okay with it. And then they had the Hanna Barbera, and I'm like, fine. And then they threw in a Kung Fu Panda at one point, which is Paramount. And I'm like, okay, it's stretching. Then they had a photorealistic um, uh, Coyote and Roadrunner going off. Okay, whatever. Cool, fine. And then they bring out the fact that they're literally calling out Bugs Bunny, literally calling out Daffy Duck, and then bringing in Pluto for this whole thing. It's it's too much for too, me, m- Too many different realms? It's too many, too many different, different realms here. Properties. It's too much... It's it's for the fact that for the fact that Garth Ennis has so much to work with involving with just Hanna Barbera, it kind of felt like he's really stretching and trying to you know go beyond what he needs to go with. It's taking yeah. this grounded reality, uh, this this reality grounded well, well, reality. Hanna Barbera has so many characters. Why do we need to go to Pluto? Why do we need Looney Tunes? Why exactly? And then benefit of the doubt, sure, go with Looney Tunes. That's still technically. Waving my arms back and forth like weighing, weighing a scale. Hanna Barbera, yeah, technically it's, Warner Brothers. Yes. It's still technically under the same ownership. They can still do something with it. They've even used the Looney Tunes characters. It's so much. It's right. so much. And and being and I, I will say the finding out they could that, have done this with just exclusively Dastardly and Muttley characters. Absolutely, they which could've... they kind of did with Z and Uncle, but... right? As far as main characters, and then they, then they bring out they bring they out greedy. the fox. They got greedy. They bring out the fox. They bring out the raccoon and everything. I will say I do like that the well, and I don't. I, 
I like it, but I don't like the consistency. The fact that everyone that gets exposed to all this unstabilium becomes cartoony, you know, mm-hmm. cartoon eyes, uh, bodies that are typically, you know, that cartoon um, uh, triangle shape at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Muttley's still pretty, like, kind of photorealistic. Yeah, Muttley's very photorealistic, but, like, General Harrier is super cartoony. The president, super cartoony. All the monkeys that popped out of there, super cartoony. Yeah, it. it I, I'm if, with if you there. If you're gonna be consistent, if you're gonna make things into the, cartoons, be consistent. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I'm with the you. The shark, there. in which, if you're gonna talk about exposure levels here, they were exposed that amount. You know what? Yeah, all the senators, everything. They were exposed to all the radiation from that bomb, so they went super cartoony. The shark had the same amount of radiation or the same amount of unstabilium thing as. Muttley and as the pandas and everyone in the zoo did, but he went full cartoon. Yeah. You got a point. You got a fair point. Be consistent. So that's why it got a five with me. Okay. What's my total? I don't know. You'll find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Really? We're doing Dragon Ball Z next? Uh, if you want to do a manga, we can totally do a manga. No, but we'll no have, I don't. That'll be a lot. I, uh, I, I don't like black and white comics. Okay. I, I have a big problem with not colors. I know. It kind of just rubs off in your fingers. I get it. I don't, I don't care about that part. I just, I like, I like color images. Yeah, good enough. I don't live in the 40s. My yeah. TV has colors. So can my books. Yeah, good point. Good point. So, penultimate issue is done. We got one more issue left. You think it's going to stick the landing? You think it's going to be a, a, at least a decent book by the time it's done? I'm pulling for it. It's going to be no champions, I'm thinking. No, it's not going to be. It's no they, champions, but it's no plastic. Well, I'm just saying, Garth Ennis can really screw the pooch on the ending, though. He, ah. still, he still has the opportunity. We... Worst X-Men. You loved it for five issues. Issue six really pissed you off. You have a good point there. Chew, you loved it for volumes. And in the very end, really killed you. So there's still the opportunity to ruin a decent story. There's an opportunity to ruin a decent story with a crappy ending. So so I'm hoping for it. I got my fingers crossed. I'm ready. Um, Davis and I have been looking at next drinking issues. Uh, unfortunately, Marvel's sh- double shipping a lot of their April comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, people. I'm not made of money. Yeah, that and consistency-wise. You know, we don't want to have it to where yeah. this issue's already yeah, out for an entire month, and then we talk about it. Well, we were looking at a Marvel book, but uh, I think we're going to go probably with Gideon Falls from yeah. Image. It's uh, the new Jeff Lemire book. It's a uh, like a psychological thriller, supernatural thing. Uh, it looks real cool. It's from a, I forget the artist, but it's a very trusted creative team. They've done good work in the right. past. Lemire's amazing. Everything I've read by Lemire, I, I've enjoyed. He's he's brilliant. So having him stretch his legs is going to be a really cool thing to, to dig in. We'll ride the first arc and see what happens. Um, unless we find way. something else more interesting. To which case, ignore all of this and we're going to change it. Yeah. And if you out there, listeners, have suggestions for a comic that a new arc is starting or a brand new comic is starting... Uh, first issue coming out in March. Let us know. We're always open to suggestions. Um, uh, Absolutely. And, and Mike, where can they reach us? Jacks of Trades Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, our website is Jacks of Trades Podcast.com. We are at Jacks Trades Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Jacks Trades Pods. You can email us, direct messages, comment pictures. Um, I'd say don't send hate mail, but we're happy for the uh, the outreach. So yeah, as long as it's constructive criticism, how about, we're fine. How how about like just just 
pretty angry male. Like, eh, maybe not hate, but, you know, you, you, you can be a little peeved. Peeved male. Peeved mm-hmm. male. Fine with that? Yeah. Um, peeved male. Yeah, any, any suggestions for books, drinking issues, or the regular show, uh, we are happy to, you know, take them. We want to do what you want to hear. So let us know any opinions you have about the show. Uh, go ahead and check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or our website. You can hear the podcast on all of those platforms. Uh, if you are on any of them and there's a rating system, please go ahead, rate us, write a review, preferably a good one. Please let us know what is um, up. But those reviews help get this podcast out to more people. If you enjoy the show, somebody else might, and your review could help get this podcast to them. So please go ahead and do that. Um, pretty much that's uh, about everything. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I have nothing else. I'm Mike. And I'm Davis. Have a good one. Adios.